Welcome to the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. My name is Rita Perez. Hello. I've been a travel advisor for over 10 years and am navigating this winding road of entrepreneurship with you. I created this podcast because I wanted to share all the things I've learned from leaders both in and out of our industry that I really wish I would have known way back then. But alas, the important thing is I'm aware of them now and I want you to be too. Ready for this week's show? Let's jump in. Hello, hello, travel pros. A really quick episode for you today because there is so much that is going on as I'm recording this. Uh, I am just working with a lot of marketing clients right now. I have a couple of travel clients on the docket right now. But the most big important thing that I'm currently working on is Host Week. So if you didn't know, Host Week is hosted by Host Agency Reviews, and it is happening January 23rd through the 27th. Actually, last week an episode came out where I did talk with Host Agency Reviews founder Steph Lee about it. And um, I am helping coordinate all sorts of logistics between speakers, sponsors. I worked on a lot of marketing things and really just the logistics of putting a huge virtual event together. So if you have not registered yet, please, please register. There are incredible speakers, diverse speakers talking about all sorts of different topics. This is not just for you if you are a hosted travel advisor. I would venture on to say that almost any travel entrepreneur can get benefit from this because there are educational sessions that are happening a little later in the afternoon that any entrepreneur would benefit from. It is completely free. So head on to hostagencyreviews.com slash hostweek to register. Make sure you do that. Trying to think what else. On top of everything that's going on with Host Week, Host Week has some special bonus promotions that are happening. I will try and link up the link there, but I have a couple of my own promotions that are up there. But there are promotions up there from some supplier partners. Some suppliers are doing giveaways. There's other support partners that are giving some specials on the services that they offer. And then there's different host agencies and consortias that are doing some offers if you are looking for a new host agency or consortia and switching out and wanting to try a new one out. So check, there is, I feel like right about now, there's probably like 50 promotions that are going on. So there, there is bound to be something there for you. But I wanted to kick off this year, you know, I like to call January a hibernating month. And I tried to record a similar episode a couple weeks ago. I actually did record it, but I just don't feel like my thoughts were very coherent in that. So I wanted to re-record something, but really with the focus of these four phases of your travel business. Because as we're going into this new year, um, I've heard so many stories of so many of you being slammed, which is amazing. Uh, Wave Week is in full form. There's some other of us, like myself, I am not slammed in the travel business, but I'm slammed in my marketing business, which is awesome. Uh, So it's kind of like we have to prioritize what are the important things and, and how do we sustain 
not only professional life, but also personal life while, while managing a couple different things. Some of you may be working full-time jobs while you also have a business. Some of you may be just stay-at-home parents while you're working your business. So there's, and not just, I'm sorry for saying just, I shouldn't have said that um, because full, oh my gosh, I know from friends that are parents that like, Stay-at-home parents are working overtime, double time, being parents. So apologies for saying just. That was very incorrect of me to say. Um, but everybody has something something on their plate. And I know coming in from 2022, and a lot of people have expressed, like, what a rough year 2022 was. And I don't think that it was necessarily business-wise it was rough, but it felt like a lot of personal, internal things, things with boundaries were coming up last year that a lot of us just want to release that in 2023. And I think part of being able to release some of that is really to being able to identify what stage you are, what phase you are in this travel business. So I actually did a couple of series of trainings that went a little bit further in depth on these four phases of the travel business, which I affectionately nickname Friga. Friga because F is foundations, R, the double R is rinse and repeat, the G is for grow, and the A is for ascend. And I remember like when I created this acronym last year, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna keep it. Uh, So I'm keeping it so far and it is working, but really, What I wanted to do is to be able to diagnose based on major pain points where your business is at and what are some of the focuses that you should be having at each of these phases. So I will try not to go too in depth into these four phases. If you wanna go a little bit more in depth, the trainings are in the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur Facebook group. You can head over there and I do have a guide and the guide links up the four different lives that I had when this was first airing last year. But first of all, it's foundations. Foundations are really your biggest pain point here is that you do not have a business slash you're trying to get all the pieces together. So you've had the idea of creating a travel business. You've probably done some research. You're starting to figure out, do you want to go with a host agency? Do you want to go with a consortium? Do you want to go with a franchise? Do you want to go on your own? Which business model are you going to operate under? Which also, like, I'm not sure what the right term is, but like which financial structure, I guess, is the best term. Are you going to be sole proprietor? Are you going to be a corporate C or corporate S corp? Are you going to be an LLC? Um, Do you have your legal contracts in place, your travel insurance in place? All those foundational elements, the things that make a business in business and that you really need to have bare minimum operating in order to be able to make money in your business, that's what needs to be happening. I would also say, you know, I'm I'm a big fan, and I, I mentioned this to my students in marketing business school this week when we talked about marketing trends in our educational session for the month, of I, that I am a recovering perfectionist. But throughout the years, one of, one of the podcasting coaches that I know, she uses the term B plus work, meaning that B plus work is okay. 
So there are some things that you can like get by with and not necessarily need to set up. It would be nice if you had systems and SOPs set up during this foundation system because it just makes the other phases easier. But if you are going to use that to stop you from moving forward and starting to get clients and getting paid in your business, then don't worry about the systems just yet. I Part of me is cringing saying this, knowing the types of headaches-ish, like the pain points that I'm currently experiencing because I am in growth mode and it would make it so much easier if I had different SOPs and even like further along the line when the growth is getting even larger, that there need to be certain systems in place so it's not as complicated when I get to those parts. Like I don't, there's a lot of you that I'm seeing are so overwhelmed working long days doing so much research and I feel like that can be cut down by systems by having, you know, maybe a library of information easily accessible, by possibly even hiring on an assistant to take care of some of the smaller inquiries or the smaller questions, or even some of the paperwork, the stuff that has to be on the back end. Can somebody else book a cruise for you? Can somebody else invoice for you? So that what you're doing is primarily taking calls, doing consultations, planning itineraries. I think that's the reason why a lot of people got into the travel business to do those three things, to connect with people, to consult with them, and the fun part of creating an itinerary. So if you want to be that that to be your main focus, especially as you are the CEO, the founder of your company, uh, on top of like having visionary things to do, then you do need to hire out or have processes so that you don't have to worry about the smaller things like doing digital marketing or setting up your systems or automating things or having to scramble when you're getting to the growth stage and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like overwhelming right now. So that is, I feel, a good rundown of your foundations. This is also the part of like figuring out where you want to focus any niching on, branding, messaging, logos, website, all the like of that. Get your all your social media channels set up and everything. Then comes to what I think the stage a lot of people miss out on because a lot of who I would say the gurus that are out there in the business space start to teach you are things that are needed for the growth stage, but you have not yet focused on the rinsing and repeating, which means getting clients, servicing them, doing a really good job and doing that over and over and over and over again. You need to be making money to being a profitable travel advisor. Whatever profitable, mean, profitable means to you. That's why I don't like setting certain... Uh, income goals at each of these levels because your income goal is going to be very different from my income goal. Again, there's different, everybody has a different either family or household dynamic. So does your income need to pay for all of the expenses of the household? Does it need to be for partial expenses? Do you just want your income to cover your travel expenses and your business expenses? Because we have to remember there are business expenses. You have to have those monetary things in mind so that you can create the goals of what you need inside of this rinse and repeat program because the rinse and repeat, the major pain point is that you do not have clients slash you are not making money in your business. 
So what can you do to do the rinsing and repeating? And that's the whole MCC method that I have, which is meet, connect, convert. So this is the area that you are meeting clients. So how are you doing that? Is that in person? Are you buying ads, which is really not my favorite thing to do at this stage. I'd rather you meet people, cultivate relationships, keep doing that so that you can be like a referral partner so that if people that you know may not need your services, they can at least refer your services out. Where like this is the hustle stage, but the hustle invisibility. How are you getting known that you have a travel agency or a travel business? How are people finding out about you? Are you in the media? Are you writing articles? Are you doing posts? Are you working on your SEO? Are you recording live videos? Are you recording vertical videos? There's just so many things to get known and be known that you really have to flow in what works for you as well as what works with your target audience. One of the things that I had mentioned on the marketing business school call yesterday as well was that TikTok is all the rage, but you know who's on TikTok? Generation Z. Is Generation Z in your target market? If they're not, you might not want to want to focus on doing things on TikTok. So you have to figure out, and I mean, that's why people like me help everybody with their marketing because we know the different demographics, the different psychographics that kind of like go behind the different types of people that hang around on the different types of social platforms. And that's where you need to be connecting with the right audience. I'm not saying that TikTok is only for Gen Z because I do know some millennials. I'm, I'm a millennial. I'm not on TikTok. I don't have a TikTok. I'm trying to avoid TikTok like the plague. Uh, but I know some people who are very successful with TikTok. It's just, I don't want to learn a new platform. And I'm pretty sure I've said that before on here. When Clubhouse was all the rage a couple of years ago, I dipped my toes in the water, but it just wasn't for me. And I'm glad like that I didn't skew my efforts away on a new platform. It's really about streamlining, have a variety, but streamline it onto like three max platforms that you love doing and working on. And this can even be like maybe one of the platforms isn't even being on the digital channels. Maybe it is one of the things you want to focus on is getting in your community and meeting community leaders or going to a networking mixer every month or joining a community organization or joining a paid networking group. Whatever it is to meet people, this is what you need to be doing in the rinse and repeat stage. You need to be meeting as many people as possible because not everybody is going to convert into a travel client. So, and that's where we take our little conversion rate. I do have the lead generation calculator, so this can help you out a little bit. It's for free. I'll try and link it up in the show notes. The lead generation calculator First, it's a combination of two calculators. You first have your yearly income goal calculator. That takes all the expenses that you have that your travel business needs to be in charge of paying. From there, you get your yearly income goal number. From there, you add in different things like what's the average commission rate, what's the average spend of the type of clients that you work with, are these families, are these couples, are these groups, and 
the calculator will tell you how many leads you need to have in a year in order to make your yearly income goal based on your conversion rate and based on all these different variables. So if you want that, again, it is for free and I will link it up. That will help give you some direction on how many people you need to be talking to in order to meet your yearly income goal based on that conversion rate. Now, this can be variable depending on, because it is based on commissions, so this can be variable depending on how much of a service fee that you're charging, how often you're charging that, as well, are you doing a fantabulous job for those people that you are servicing that they are bringing in so much referral business? Because that's another thing that we don't really talk about a lot is that you can stop. Well, I don't want to say stop. I don't want you to stop meeting people. You should always be meeting people. But you can probably be meeting less people once you have been servicing a lot of travel clients they are raving about you because you have an amazing customer service experience and they're referring you out to everyone that they know because they want everyone to experience your amazing service. I know a lot of businesses is like that's how they are successful is because of the referrals that they get. Um, I again do not want to negate that you shouldn't be constantly meeting new people. But once you get to a position that you are like that gold star, you may not have to do as much. You still have to do a little bit of marketing, but you may not have to do as much as when you're getting out of that first foundational stage. So foundations, rinse and repeat, and rinse and repeat really is go find clients, convert them, and have them come back again. So you have to rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Just keep doing that over and over and over again, like making money. You're building up that skill, building up that muscle. Whew, sorry, I'm a little bit impassioned right now. <laughs> Alrighty, the next stage is, or phase is grow. So now you are starting to make all the money and a lot of people are starting to feel overwhelmed because in their foundation stage, they did not set up the systems that they were gonna need for growth. Or maybe they weren't anticipating on having such a big business. You know, priorities change and that's okay. Goals change. Like maybe you came into this and you're like, I'm fine with being a solopreneur. But then you're finding that so many people are loving your services or whatever it may be. Your goals have changed. You want bigger income, more revenue. You want to impact more people, provide jobs for your local community. So you start hiring on assistants or you start hiring on ICs or whatever. But you need systems and processes in place, automations with tools and um, tech in place so that everything runs like a well-oiled machine. Not saying that there will never ever be some sort of problems within your travel business. Just having these things in place makes it so much easier on you, not only on improving your client experience because things just, again, run like a well-oiled machine, but a lot of that intellectual property in your brain, all the things that you have to think about, you can now dump out into a tool like a project management tool and say, these are the parameters, like this is what always has to happen with X type of client so that you don't have to, like, of course, it's going to still be in your head, but you don't have to worry about certain deadlines because you've configured these different systems with whatever it is, the information that you need to remember. You want to be auditing your operations and systematizing 
You can even be outsourcing things that are not necessarily specifically related to your business, like um, the session about hiring for help at Prep for Wave Week with Dana Farmer. The first hire that she did was for someone to clean her house. I think it was like even a meal, uh, meal delivery service. What are things that you can take off of your plate to live the ideal type of life that you want to be living while you are making your goals in your business as well? And that is the grow phase. And then finally is the ascend phase. And I feel like that's really where you move into your CEO role. You have, I don't even want to say like mastered the art of rinsing and repeating, but I guess that's kind of what this is. You've mastered rinsing and repeating. Your foundations are, are set. Maybe you're doing annual review of some foundational things like your different contracts. Is your branding still on point with what your business values are at this point in, in your business? Do you have to audit any operation systems? Are they running like a well-oiled machine? Maybe you've been using X tech for 10 years and you're like, oh, I really don't like this tech anymore. Those are the things. It's more of a visionary role and then just making sure the machine that you created this business keeps running functionally and so that you really can be like you have different goals at each of these phases but this is kind of like where you get to relax a little bit play the visionary role and really see what are your goals what kind of larger impact can you make and again, that's it doesn't have to be dramatic. It just depends on, again, what your goals are. What kind of footprint do you want to leave behind in your business? Uh, this can also be, again, hiring. Maybe instead of, v, of a VA, you've graduated to hiring an operations manager, an OBM, so that they can take, again, some of the reins away from you. And you may not need some of these roles to add if you have some of the automations in place. This is long-term vision planning, investing in what's working, and maybe even trying to figure out different streams of revenue at this point, too. Really feel into that CEO status. Whew. All right. So that was um, not as quickly as I thought, but I hope I gave you chock full information in this episode about the four phases of the travel business, how I see it, how I've experienced it, how I see different peers are experiencing based on the different pain points of I don't even have a business set up and then going to now I need clients. And then going to, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. And then going to, I worked my booty off in all those phases and now I'm reaping the rewards and I'm ready to like look future. All right, so make sure, sign up for host week that's happening next week. I'll add in the links for the specials and I will add in the link for the lead generation calculator so it can help you pinpoint a couple of things in your rinse and repeat strategy. And then if you would like to learn a little bit more about Marketing Business School and join in on some of these conversations that we have a little bit offline, I will add that link in so many links today. All right, you have a fantabulous week and I will see you next week at Host Week. Thanks for joining me on the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. Please subscribe and leave a show rating on your favorite podcast platform. Oh, and don't forget to take a look at the show notes for important information and links. See you next week.